More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair, it's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. (laughs) You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. So they found cocaine at the White House, and now they're saying they're, quote, unlikely to figure out whose cocaine it was. Now, let me be clear about how absurd this is, that we find cocaine at the White House, and then immediately they're like, oh, yep, can't figure it out. There is more security at the White House than any other place that I know of for people coming in and out anywhere else in America, okay? It's easier to sneak into military bases than it is to sneak into the White House. That's number one. Number two, there are cameras everywhere at the White House, interior, exterior. How do I know? Because I work the White House. Like, this is, you can't do anything at the White House without it being on a video. All right. Now, even in the residence, there are cameras going in and out of the residence area and the hallways there, not in the bedrooms, but in the hallways. So the idea that you couldn't figure out whose cocaine this was is absurd. They also put out there this uh, this 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 also it's just it's so ridiculous. This idea that's like, well, this is in a public area. Okay, to be clear, there's no public area of the White House, especially after 9-11. Can you get a tour of the White House? Yes. The majority of those tours are done when? When the residence is empty, when the president is not there. Are there a bunch of tickets to get in the White House? There are not a bunch of tickets to get in the White House. It's very hard to now see the White House. It used to be easier decades ago than it is now. But this is a secure area that is impossible to just have some, like, random walking in there. There's also DNA, we would assume, associated with this bag of cocaine. And if you know where this cocaine is, you could narrow it down to who came in there pretty damn quickly 
to figure it out. The only way I would argue you, you can't figure it out is if you're deliberately trying to lie to the American people or you know whose cocaine it is and you don't want people to know whose cocaine it is. Now, all of this happens while there's a guy we know that loves cocaine that happens to be at the White House within the time frame that would match the cocaine, Hunter Biden. We know Hunter Biden loves the coke. We know Hunter Biden's a drug addict. We know Hunter Biden uh, has access to going in and out of that White House a lot easier than others. So you understand how this works and getting in the White House, just, just to be clear. Getting into the White House is still frustrating when you are an employee. It's easier, okay, but it's if you're a staff member, a West Wing staffer, right? There's even a hard time getting into the EOB, which is next door. But getting into the White House is extremely tough, uh, even with an ID. You still have to go through really good screening, okay? I, I have gone into the White House, I, I would say, not exaggerating, hundreds of times, um, in the in the White House logs, I would I would have been in there just countless days, multiple times a day, uh, when I was there in two thousand four, five, six. Right. So this is this is something that was there was could I have gotten cocaine into the White House if it was in my pocket in theory? But there's drug sniffing dogs, y'all. There's bomb sniffing dogs, I should say, which I don't know if they pick up drugs. I would assume they probably can. But let's say that you could sneak it in. All right, you can you can maybe do that. You could sneak it in. The idea that you could drop it somewhere or leave it somewhere and not them not figure it out or narrow it down is absurd. I also don't believe for a second that there wasn't DNA on that bag of cocaine. And immediately they came out and they're like, well, well, we'll probably never find out whose coke this is. We'll never find out who brought in there. And then they said it's a public area. So they, they wanted to act like this was like on a tour route and there's 250 people that are walking down the hallways, and somehow this fell out. I, I want more info on this cocaine. And I want to know how there's cocaine in the White House. Now, I also want to remind you, can you imagine what this would have looked like if this was during the Trump administration, the Bush administration? They would have lost their ever-loving minds. There would have been leaks already. We would have had time frames on this in between this and this. They could have narrowed it down on visitors' logs. There would have been leaks from the Secret Service or somebody who would have been leaking this out there. And the only reason why the White House had to admit it was cocaine is because it was said on the public airwaves of the fire department when they were testing it so people heard it and they knew it. And once it was out there, there was no way to say, once it said on the radio, and I played that for you yesterday, that this tested positive for cocaine. And then they couldn't say it wasn't there. Now, Kaylee McEnany, former White House press secretary, I'll be, uh, as I said, doing uh, outnumbered set your DVR, uh, as I'll be uh, the one lucky guy on the couch today. She went on Fox and Friends, friends, and I want you to hear what she had to say as a former White House press secretary about the cocaine in the White House. Today, to actually have on the Kirby couch, Kaylee McEnany, who worked in the West Wing for a good portion of American history, and so you can help us figure out what's going on. To start with, this heavily trafficked area, we just showed, uh, you know, the West Wing with the Marine Guard outside the very familiar gate. Uh, that's not the door we're talking about, is no. it? No, so if you're looking at the White House there, over if you're looking at it directly, over to the right, uh, there is an entrance between the old executive office building, which is where the younger employees work, the vast majority of employees, and the West Wing. There right. is a road in between called West Executive, and there is a tent coming out of the West Wing. A lot of people go through there. Staff goes through there. The press does not, so you can rule out the press at this point. 
guest of staff go through there. My mom's been through there. My dad, my husband, Was my she daughter there Blake. Sunday night? No, we did not bring cocaine with us when my family paraded through there. But it is a heavily trafficked area. There are cubbies there. I've got to believe this was discovered rather quickly because there's a Secret Service office officer right sitting right there. Right there. Um, so it couldn't have been there for days and days. It had to have been there for, I would say, minutes before someone took notice. So let's think about this. Uh, between the illegitimate child they don't want to acknowledge in Arkansas, they want to take questions on that. He doesn't want to take questions on the ongoing investigation into the plea bargain for Hunter Biden. Uh, he doesn't want to take questions into why Hunter Biden is everywhere, despite the, the sweetheart uh, plea deal that he had. Now Joe Biden's got to dodge questions about a package of cocaine in his White House. And I know we'd love to say it was there and Donald Trump left it behind, but that won't fly. Look at this awkward smile. The question, by the way, the reporter's yelling. I'm gonna, I'm gonna transcribe this for you. Mr. President, do you know how cocaine got into the White House? And he just looks off into the distance with that Old man, uh, senile, blank stare. Just grinning. And then he yells, come on, guys. That's his classic line, right? Like, hey, there's cocaine found in your White House, Mr. President. Do you have a response? Come on, guys. Yeah, so yeah, embarrassing. Think about the Swedish presidents there trying to lobby to get into NATO. But this chicanery is not handled by anyone in the press department. It's certainly not handled by the president himself. He doesn't talk to anybody. He doesn't say anybody out to handle it. He just wants it to go away by walking right. away from the press over and over again. But well, he should care about this because sure. one, one under discussed fact here. The president of the United States walks through that very entrance quite often. Mm -hmm. His motorcade can be in two places, and that is one of the two places. I've watched President Trump walk through that very area right by cubbyholes a lot of times. So where's the emphatic response from the president? This will not be tolerated. That, to one reporter's point, we should pointed out um, from CBS, hey, guys, like this could have been anthrax. So, absolutely. And that's why the hazmat team showed up and they go, oh, it's not it's not anthrax. It's only cocaine. And it's like, wait, it's cocaine. Of course, as soon as the news ricocheted through Washington, D.C., and there's uh, Kayla, you were talking about the old executive office building. That's the Eisenhower building to the right, right there. And then the entrance is between the two. Uh, as soon as the news came out on Sunday night into Monday, people are thinking, oh, cocaine, it's obviously yeah. Hunter related. And, you know, uh, yesterday the White House was very specific in saying family members, guests of family members go in the East Wing. It's not like they would come through the West Wing. So as to diminish that, you know, the rumor that it was somehow related to Hunter Biden. But unfortunately, because it's cocaine, people are thinking Hunter Biden. Here's the part that I think is very interesting about what you just heard there. They're like, oh, the family goes in the East Wing. That's not always true. Uh, I can tell you that I've been through the West Wing entrance countless times, and the Bush twins, when George Bush was president, would go through in and out the West Wing. If you're traveling with your father, and that's one of the two places the motorcade would be, it would make sense that Hunter Biden could walk through that area in the West Wing if he's with his dad. And if it's over the weekend and they're going to leave to go somewhere, that would absolutely make sense. Now, let's just say it's not Hunter Biden for a second. You still have a problem that you have a staff at your White House that is bringing cocaine to the White House. And that becomes a bigger issue. Like, what the hell is going on at this White House 
on the weekends where people are bringing cocaine to the White House. Because if you're bringing that cocaine to the White House, I would assume you're using it at the White House. So the question now becomes how many people are doing lines of cocaine working for the United States government at the highest levels at the White House? Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to say thank you and tell you about our good friends at Patriot Mobile. They are now offering a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Yeah, Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer nationwide coverage on the best G4 and G5 networks, the same network and towers you're using right now. The difference is not only do you get the same great quality that you're used to, but they actually are a company that fights to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. So this year, resolve to stop spending your money with companies that don't align with your values. In fact, actually fight against what you believe in. Switch to Patriot Mobile. You'll be supporting First and Second Amendment groups, the rights of unborn children, and even helping with adoptions. It is easy to switch. Call them right now. Or go online to PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. Or call them 878-PATRIOT. You're going to get free activation with the offer code Ferguson. That's 878-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. I also want to play for you real quick how the media is trying to spin this because they all went into defense mechanism mode for this White House. Like, they don't want you to think that cocaine at the White House is normal. They also don't want you to believe that it could possibly be Hunter Biden's cocaine. And they don't want you to believe that this is like a fair debate on the issue. They want you to now believe that it's some sort of radical extreme right-wing talking point. In other words, like you shouldn't even be talking about this. Like this is absurd. You guys are exploiting cocaine at the White House for your own personal gain, and that's not fair. That's something you shouldn't do. Here is MSNBC this morning and how they covered it. A forensic lab test has confirmed the white powdery substance found in a dime-sized bag Sunday evening at the White House indeed is cocaine. The bag was discovered in a highly trafficked guest lobby in the West Wing, which then prompted a brief evacuation. That's according to an official. The Secret Service is now investigating to determine who brought the drugs into the West Wing. Agents will review footage from cameras as well as entrance logs. The bag also will be examined for DNA and fingerprints, according to a Secret Service official. The investigation expected to last about two weeks. However, it may be complicated by the heavy traffic the area often sees as well as the blurry timelines surrounding when the bag appeared. Uh, so so, so, we're, so, just to be clear there, all right, we're going to do a vigorous two-week investigation. Let, let, me, let me put it to you a different way. Let's say that this bag of cocaine was actually anthrax. You really think they couldn't figure out who brought it into the White House? I promise you it wouldn't take two weeks. I promise you the, the quote, And the idea that there's like a heavy-use area of the White House is kind of absurd. It's not a heavy-use area. Yeah. Are there more people in this area of the White House than there are in others? Sure. But the the idea that this is somehow like a corridor of like mall traffic or a line at the airport is just absurd. The idea, the picture they're painting that this is like some Disney line ride. Like, you know, you're trying to go to Space Mountain and it's, you know, a 45-minute wait is just a, it is egregious.
But if it wasn't cocaine, it wouldn't. I promise you, they'll figure it out. I promise you, they'd get, they'd find the person who did it. But because it's cocaine, they're like, oh well, you know, we don't really know who's this is. It's going to be hard to figure it out. I mean, we're going to do forensics. We're going to, but it's going to take about two weeks. You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me exactly of the leak at the Supreme Court with the Roe v. Wade decision when they when they leaked out the opinions early. And they, by the way, they still haven't figured out who leaked it yet. Like, I have no doubt they know who it is. They just don't want to tell you. I'm sure they know exactly which staffer it was. There was not that many people that it could have been that leaked it out. It's called a cover-up, right? Like, you could figure out who leaked the White House or the Supreme Court Roe v. Wade uh, d- decision, the overturning of it, right? You could figure that out. They just don't want to. I, I My gut is we'll never know. It'll be the fog of a timeline in a high traffic area. We just couldn't figure out whose cocaine it was. If it was a threat to the White House or the president with, a, with, with, with anthrax or something like that, they would figure it out. But now that it's cocaine, yeah. And then listen to how quickly MSNBC moves from the facts to then saying this is a right-wing talking point. I'm putting all the uh, theories aside about what's going on here. It is a little bit stunning, is it not, that somebody had the gall to bring a bunch of blow into the White House? Yeah, stunning to be sure. And it's, of course, become a right-wing talking point. You can imagine who they think uh, is responsible here. Uh, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre uh, expressed confidence yesterday that they would get to the bottom of this. Other sec- some security officials in the White House, a little less so for the reasons you just detailed. The, 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 the West Wing lobby there, a lot of people come and go. If you have an appointment anywhere in the building, you're going to check in there. Um, there's a theory that perhaps this happened if the, the president and, and his family were away this weekend. On Friday, the the president was leaving for Camp David. His departure was delayed. Often Friday afternoons become the moment where like tours are given of the White House over the weekend. Staffers can bring in groups mm. as long as the president's not in the West Wing, um, you know, just showing them around. And those people, sometimes you have to surrender your cell phones. It's possible. One person in the White House said to me that this simply fell out of someone's pocket while they were surrendering their phone or they were that person realized they had it on them and quickly tried to ditch it. Mm. Um, you know, they're obviously reviewing. OK, hold on. If you had it on you and you're quickly trying to ditch it, would you just randomly drop it where, you know, there's cameras? I have a hard time buying that theory. You notice how they're throwing out all these theories like we could get these questions answered. OK, so were there tours going on on Friday? That's a simple yes or no answer that the White House should have already had to answer. Because they would have made any Republican answer that damn question. If Kayleigh McEnany was the White House press secretary right now and Donald Trump was the president and blow was found at the White House, you really think the press corps wouldn't be camping out demanding answers, stalking her? Demanding, hey, were there, were there tours? They would, have, they would have immediately asked all the questions that they're not asking right now. And no one would be talking about theories. They would be talking and demanding answers. And they would have given you a response. Well, this obviously was, you know, there's drug addicts at the White House. They're doing blow in the Trump administration. I guess Fridays, they're, they're lining up lines in the West Wing, right? That, that would be the news narrative now. Like, is the president on cocaine? That would have also been the other narrative. They, they would go with all of that. All of it they would have gone with. But this time, they're like, nah. Probably never find out who it is. Probably was a tour. May have been a guest that just decided to drop it accidentally when they were surrendering their cell phone and a random bag of blow just falls out of their out of their pocket. No harm, no foul. It's just cocaine and blow at the White House. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let me also tell you about our friends at Augusta Precious Metals. Have you been saving a long time for retirement? Well, if you have, you've probably been really stressed out over the last year with interest rates have been skyrocketing, inflation issues, bank failures, uh, and people that have actually lost some money in their retirement accounts. If you aren't invested and diversified in gold, you should check out Augusta Precious Metals. Augusta Precious Metals, they're just different. They'll even tell you if a gold IRA isn't your answer. They give you the facts about gold and precious metals. It's all about protecting your IRA and protecting your 401k in this crazy economy. And it's so important if you're in retirement or close to retirement because there's no time to make up losses. Now, if you've had those losses, you know what I'm talking about. So if you've saved $100,000 or more, take a look at their free guide that they'll send you, and they'll do a one-on-one conference with you to talk about your financial portfolio. Both are filled with economic insights, and their gold IRA info will give you peace of mind of knowing that, hey, you can protect your hard-earned dollars. 877, the number four, gold IRA. That's 877, the number four, gold IRA. Or visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com or 877, the number four, gold IRA. They want you to believe that cocaine at the White House is not a big deal. And they finish up their segment by saying this. The footage here. But yeah, it does seem remarkable this could end up in the White House at all. Uh, frankly, just a few feet from the from the Oval Office. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on this story. But again, it sounds like it's going to take a couple of weeks before the Secret Service can figure all of this out. We'll keep you. There it is. Yeah, right. Stunning to be sure, right? And it's, of course, quote unquote, become a right wing talking point. 
So cocaine at the White House, we like steps away from the Oval Office, is actually the fault of Republicans because it's become a right-wing talking point. CNN, by the way, they're in on this now. They threw up a West Wing drawing showing the ground floor, the first floor, the cabinet room, the Oval Office, the Roosevelt Room, the location of the cubbies and the entrance to the West Wing. And this is what they had to say about cocaine, because, of course, it couldn't be Hunter Biden's. Let's put that map back up, because I think this is interesting. Uh, as large of a complex as this is, uh, we're talking about an area that, as you've listed, some of the people pass through. It helps to, um, I don't know, set the scope and the, the universe of people who could have, have brought this in. So walk us through it. So, listen, uh, you know, on the map, what we're looking at is this is the ground floor of the West Wing. Uh, This is where all of the official um, uh, duties of the the administration are held in the West Wing. But the ground floor has has two, you know, big significant areas that draw staff and military and intelligence personnel uh, into it. One is the White House mess. uh, That is the the, the food, the the presidential food service. And then most importantly is uh, the situation room. Now, uh, during the weekend, the situation room takes a, a, a lower posture unless there is a moment of a crisis. Uh, but tours do have access into this area. Uh, Friday through Sunday, you do have West Wing tours. That- by, by the way, I have to pause there. I, again, I've been in the White House a lot. The idea that this is a large area is a lie. The number one thing you learn when you go in the West Wing for the first time, and really every time after that, is just how small it is. The West Wing, y'all, is not big. It's not crowded. It is a highly controlled area, even on the weekends. I've, I've taken people to White House West Wing tours. I've done it when the president's not there. It does not turn into Disneyland. It's the freaking White House, folks. Uh, you're not close to the Situation Room, as he's just describing it. That's, this is the most misleading thing I've ever heard. Now, this idea, again... Cocaine found in a cubby in the West Wing entry area. So let me explain to you how this works from the last time I was there, okay? It was the last year of Trump's presidency. I was asked to come up and meet with the president in the West Wing uh, in the Oval Office for a meeting the night, no, the, no, the day of, I think it was the day, uh, yeah, it was the, the last time I was in there, I was the day of the State of the Union. And I went in to, you, you go to the, entrance over by the kind of like the front of the the white house by the rose garden you come in there at a gate close to 17th and Penn. you walk in you then come into the security you go into security there they ask you who you're meeting with you tell them they look at the list they clear you you go through heavy security you then take a right to go into the west wing you walk into the west wing and then you come into a west wing little lobby area where they then screen you again they're like where are you going you used to have a meeting with the President of the United States of America. And they're like, okay, and they look at you. Then you walk down a very small hallway, heading out towards uh, kind of the, the front side of the White House that you guys know where the, the, like, where the portico is. All right? So technically, I guess you say the back side. By the church that got caught on fire during the Black Lives Matter rally, if you understand the area. Like where people do all the rallies where the, the street is closed down. So you walk that way inside this very small little hallway to the waiting area that is outside of the Oval. That is where these cubbies are. Again, 
This is not a lot of traffic, folks, whether the presence there or not, whether it's tour time or not, because the public is not going to tour this area. That's the other part you need to understand where they're, mis- they're misleading you. This is not like a public tour area where the, the general public are going to just be walking through. Okay, this is still a highly secure area. There is unbelievable, not just security, but air quality, security, anthrax, all of those types of things that they're always testing the air for. There are these cubbies where you put your cell phone so that before you go in the oval, you don't have your cell phone. That is the cubbies where they found this cocaine. You don't get there by being a random. You don't. Now, could it be plausible that the person in that area was a West Wing staffer who got a family member, a friend, a tour of the White House? Yes. Yes, that that could happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the normalizing of this, like there's just this is just a random McDonald's that you can walk into, and okay, there's a bunch of people coming in. It's un, it's a, it's not really controlled, and it's very busy. Is a total lie, and they're trying to make it seem like it's going to be impossible to find the person. There's too many cameras, folks. I, I'm sure there's cameras on the cubbies. I have no doubt you can see who's putting things into the cubbies, and then you 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 know which cubby is yours. You leave your stuff there. And then you go back out. There's a little waiting area there. And then they'll call you. They called us into a more of a formal room with a large table, the cabinet room. And you then you can sit there. And then we went into the West Wing. Uh, or excuse me, into the Oval Office. None of this is a touristy area. It may have been 50 years ago. Not anymore. But keep listening to this BS from CNN start right at this area of the ground floor of the of the west wing they the tours will drop their phones into these cubbies and then uh move along through the through the remainder of the tour now i think that there's a higher probability that this this uh, substance was introduced at that location by a tour member and the reason being it was the greatest volume of people at that time mm-hmm. typically uh west wing staff are not active uh, in the west wing while the president's away and you know over the holiday weekend the president was away so this is all you know leading more towards uh, a member of a tour group uh, as opposed to a member of staff okay jonathan wackrow thank you for your expertise we really appreciate it this morning we'll see where this leads I love it. We'll see where it leads. I promise you it's going to lead nowhere. There, if, it's, if it's a random person, they might throw that random person under the bus. They might out them to say, see, it's not Hunter Biden. But if it's anyone connected to anyone important at the West Wing, we're never going to find out who the hell this was. We're never going to find out what guests they brought in. You know, when you bring guests, by the way, into the White House, just so you know, you have to submit... At least when I was there, you have to submit for background check. Uh, you need the date of birth and social security number. I think driver's license number. I can't remember, and I apologize if I get that wrong. But I know it was social security and date of birth, minimum. They back, you, Just because the president's gone doesn't mean you can bring anybody in. I, I, I know this for uh, – I'll give you another example of how tight security was. I had a buddy of mine who worked at the White House, and he was bringing his family in town, and he was going to give them a West Wing tour, okay? Uh, Bush 43 was gone from the White House that weekend. I think they were in Camp David or in Crawford. And his family was coming up, and one of his sisters brought her boyfriend with her. So he did all the background checks, and the new boyfriend of her sister had a, I think it was a felony. 
and couldn't get bring. I came back. Sorry, this person can't come into the White House. And the sister had to find out that her boyfriend was a felon that she didn't know about from her brother. He's like, hey, I can't bring your new boyfriend in the White House. Everybody else came back good. He can't. I don't know why. I don't know what crime he committed. They don't tell you that. They just say no. No, like you're denied access. And no one under, you know, and then like that point, it's like awkward, obviously, because he's like, dude, I just busted my my girlfriend's like, this is super awkward. Like they're in town. I had dinner with them last night. I'm getting them a West Wing tour tomorrow. And now I've been told that he can't come in the West Wing. I got to tell my sister that basically he this guy's got something on his criminal record that's not allowing him in. Like that's how tight it was in 2004, five and six. And then they're now just trying to downplay this. This is not normal, and that's the reason why I'm spending the time talking about it. None of this is normal. Cocaine in the White House is not normal. The idea that we can't figure this out, again, is not normal. And then they say, oh, this is a becoming a right-wing talking point. This is not a right-wing talking point. You know, CNN says, quote, it may be very difficult for investigators to find out who brought cocaine in the White House. It's not going to be very hard for them to figure that out. Okay, it's not. I, I bet you money they already know who it is, and they've already figured it out. They just may not want you to know, and the White House may not want you to know. That's the only difference here. This is another example of how corrupt this White House is and how corrupt the media is because there is no way in hell they would be covering it this way. There's no way in hell they'd be covering it this way. If it was a Republican or somebody else in the White House besides Joe Biden. All right. Lastly, please make sure you hit that subscribe button or auto download button wherever you are listening to this podcast right now. And take a moment to write us a five star review. Uh, Many on the left have been attacking our podcast, writing us bad reviews on purpose. So if you would help us fight back by writing us a good review, a five-star review, and share this podcast with your family and friends on social media to help us grow, see you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia. And you get me, George Campbell. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. (laughs) You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts.